Hey, welcome to the Watch Me podcast, a podcast about my journey into serial entrepreneurship. Watch me try, succeed, learn, grow, and maybe even fail or learn some lessons as we serial entrepreneurs love to call it on this podcast, Watch Me. Hey guys, welcome back to the Watch Me podcast with Erica Lee, me. <laughs> um, I always do that laugh at the end, huh? So little update on the week. I That's kind of how we start all of our podcasts off, kind of just updating you with where I am in my businesses, uh, life, sometimes a little bit of personal life. Even though it seems like I share everything, I definitely do leave some stuff out. But <laughs> um, let me update you a little bit on, on this past week. So from my last recording. We probably, I would probably said we were going to have an event the next week um, for our IV company, Drip Drive. And we sure did. We had an IV event Saturday for a CrossFit competition. And we popped up there. We got some IVs. We got some recovery IVs. Some people who, so at these events, you do like four workouts, four really intense workouts. And there are some people who like at workout two, they're like, I absolutely need one. At workout three, they're like, I'm cramping, my body's giving out. Please help me because I still have one more thing to do. So we get those kind of people. Um, we get people who like get nauseous and stuff because we can put some nausea medication in the IVs. So that was fun. We were there all day from 7, 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. It was hot. It was a hot one. It's starting to warm up in Phoenix for sure. It was 100 degrees. But we were outside. We had a little lounge area set up. We kind of made it really inviting for people. Um, and then Ryan, my husband's gym, they pretty much all of them competed. So it was kind of like a little hangout spot for, <laughs> for their gym. And that was really fun. Um, we had our girl, Olivia, who's one of our staff members right now. And then we had a new girl, Kelsey. She came on, um, did her training there, practiced some IVs. Um, yeah. And... It was a good time, a hot time, educating people, getting the name out. And that's just kind of, as I've been saying about the IV company, kind of the, we're in that startup phase for that. And if you know anything about a startup phase, if you started a business, if you are starting a business right now, you know how it can be. It can be draining. It can be exhausting. It can, it can be so difficult. I mean, every phase in business is kind of like that, right? There's like definitely waves. But the startup phase is definitely one of the hardest because you have to overcome like the slow days and the mishaps and like deal with all the things that you have never had to deal with before in that certain business. And it can mess up with like your mental, like your motivation. It makes you want to give up sometimes. And yeah, that's I guess the last few weeks I've been saying like I'm in the thick of it. Can't wait for the podcast that I'm like, guys, we're out of it. It's never going to be easy, but it's getting easier. Um, I can't wait for that. It's going to come. It's going to happen because we're putting all the work in that we have to and doing doing everything that we need to do to get it there. But I'm excited for that podcast that I get to say that <laughs> started off with. Um, and yeah, so working with my husband too has been definitely interesting. Um, it's if you work with a spouse, you work with a family member. I've kind of always worked. Well, I worked with family members like my first job and then I left because 
I didn't like like it. <laughs> so now working with Ryan, it's been pretty interesting um, navigating like that and our marriage and like our friendship, like all these things in one. And like, what are our roles in the business? But but it's been fun. And just learning as we go that that's like totally new. And yeah, juggling it with everything else that that I've got going on. So our boutique in, in El Paso um, on X Sunday and online clothing boutique, that has been going good. We just, you know, have a consistent flow of customers all the time. Just tried and true our girls that support us from day one. Um, and we actually went into this year doing pop-ups. So now what we're doing, we're looking for our next pop-up location or next maybe permanent. And then we'll do pop-ups with like another one. We're kind of filling that out because in August is like when we have to figure out, um, do we do a new pop-up or like it has to be figured out by then. That's like the end of this one lease. Um, do we do a pop-up? Do we rent a space somewhere like long-term and have the landlord like give us some TI so that we can fix it up and find a longer lease or like just, I don't know. That's kind of what we're figuring out there. But for now, it's just going, moving online, in person, events, all the stuff that has to be done there. Um, but it's so much easier when you have like a customer base already. Like getting a customer and client base is so hard <laughs> and it takes so much time and like trust and building all that up. And once you have it, it's like, it's easy to lose, right? But if you don't pay attention, but it's, it's very, very hard to get. So building that up is like, that's why people buy businesses because you, you skip that whole step, right? You jump in and there's, you still have to run the business and like keep it running, keep doing stuff, but you're not trying to get people to like come support your business. Like they just already do. The word of mouth is already there. Your name's recognized. You're not getting, having to like pop up everywhere and stand there and hope that people like start to recognize your logo and your name and you as a person and follow you on Instagram. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of done there. Did that for the first three years and thankfully that's over with, but back at it here with this and with our tattoo studio, Sunday studio, um, which I have a partner too in that. And that's in El Paso, Texas. And that's been fun. We started, um, we, it, we're figuring out how to do like our commissions, our commission schedule, our rental schedule. Like what do we offer as owners or like as a business? Um, different things like that, our scheduling, like how are we promoting our girls and all the stuff, figuring all that out is also a learning experience. And as well, we, I, we already have the customer base, which is kind of like one of the hardest things. Um, now it's just like fine tuning how we are running everything else. And yeah, that's, that's fun too. Um, it's good. It's good right now for sure. We just have to fine tune it. And then like maybe in three more podcasts, I'll be like, you guys, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Go get, go get a tattoo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. Um, cause it's a little bit different than like all the other businesses I've done and like how we're opening it or how we opened it is a little different too. And, um, yeah, that's, that's that. And then we got So Can You Agency, which is my consulting business. And I just have the best time with it. 
again, like last week was all about that. I think it's just on the back burner right now, but I am doing brunches and that's like pretty easy to plan. I actually this week need to start planning our next one in El Paso and um, it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for that. And yeah, so in this podcast, I am actually going to talk about how I started investing in like Bitcoin and XRP and Tesla and stocks, Um, just getting into like stocks and um, crypto pretty much. And I'm not huge, like I, it's not like I'm invested very heavily in there. Honestly, this is like very intro level, like girl don't know what she's doing, but I want to learn and I love to like try everything and learn everything as much as I can. And sometimes like videos are intimidating and they like say words and I'm like, okay, no clue what you just said. So when I was starting to be intrigued in it, I think I bought like my first $20 in Bitcoin, like in, I think it was like 2017. No, maybe 2017, 2016. Yeah. When it was like, it hit 13,000 for the first time. That's what I remember. It definitely went in late, but, um, that was my first time just doing anything with like stocks and um, crypto, NFT, stuff like that. So, and I tried to like watch videos, see if there was courses on it, but nothing was like, nothing, I, I could not grasp anything. Nothing was like in my language, plain 24-year-old girl English who doesn't really know much about anything. And I'm still like, pretty naive in the whole space. I kind of just have fun with it. And like, I don't know, not, not financial advice at all. You guys at all, please do not take this and be like, well, she said she made this much money and like, this is what I need to do. And it's not financial advice. This is just like what I, how I learned. I'm not even going to share. Like, honestly, I don't even know how much money I made off of it. It has, I've definitely like not sold when I should have. That's like probably everyone, right? What's it? I'm like, hold on for dear life. That's my thing. I'm holding on unless I really have to. And there's been instances where I've like had to make a big investment in my business. And like, that's my savings. My savings typically will go to a stock or I won't keep it in my bank account. I'll invest it somewhere and I'll like take it out if I need to invest something big in the business. Um, or just like, yeah, but pretty much I try to hold it as long as I can and just kind of hold it for a few years, maybe 20 years, who knows how that goes, but we'll, we'll see about that. But I just want, I've, I've sold and like tried to do a few like fast, I forget what they're called. It's not day trading because it wasn't in a day. Maybe, maybe it is day trading, even if it isn't, I'm not sure. See, I'm like, this is totally like, I hope you can understand this in like plain English and like go out and learn for yourself really. But if someone listens to this and you are an expert, please do not judge me. I am just sharing what I did and how I got over the fact of like being intimidated by it. And yeah, that's what I'm sharing. So, so I think it was 2017, 2016 or 2017. I don't remember. There was like you, I had heard about Bitcoin. I mean, that's, this has been like for a long time, right? Bitcoin, the word Bitcoin, um, all that stuff. So, um, it just kind of like hearing about it, but never really like wanting to invest. I mean, I also had zero money to invest anything (laughs) in anything at all. So that was out of the question. I was like wanting to travel and like do other things with my money. So finally I like remember it 
it skyrocketed. I think it went to like 13,000 one day. It like skyrocketed and it was talks. Everyone was talking about it. It was like a huge thing. This is Bitcoin. Um, Huge thing. And I like started researching like, like, how do I buy this? Like Google, right? How do I buy? I was like in my bed, like till 2 a.m. one day, like on my phone, like Googling, how do I buy a Bitcoin? Like what's a Bitcoin? Can I buy it online? Like what do we do here? And I came across Coinbase, which is an app. Um, now there's a that now there's a ton of them. I think back then Coinbase was like one of the only ones, but now there's a lot that you can do. I still use Coinbase and another one, and I'll share about later for other ones. But I was on I downloaded Coinbase and I attached my bank account. I put my social security. Like you basically set up a bank account on there. It's called a wallet, but kind of, yeah. Um, I again I'm trying to explain this in plain, very easy, digestible terms, which is how I understood it when I was going through it. So um, when I was like teaching myself about it and like trying to figure it out. So I sent, I did that. I like logged in, literally was up till 2 a.m. Cause I'm like, I'm buying this tonight. I was like, tomorrow it's going to go up to 30,000 and like, I'm going to miss out on the wave. Um, even though I bought it way at the high and then it totally dipped, but <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Um, I think I put like maybe $20, maybe a hundred. I don't remember. I got like a little brave as the days went by. I think, I think my first one was 20. I can go back and see my history, but I'm not going to pull it up, but it was like really low. Like I was like, I'm totally cool losing 20 bucks. If I like figure this out, cool. I'll leave it in here. I'll get it back later. But if I also like just lose this money and like, it's not real, it's not a thing, then $20. Okay. Big deal. Like I'm okay with that. So I bought $20 of the Bitcoin of a Bitcoin there. And I was like, oh my gosh, so you can buy pieces of the Bitcoin. Obviously I didn't have $13,000. I was like, dang, how am I going to get in on this? But I think I read somewhere that like you can buy pieces of it, right? Like percentages of it. So I did, I bought $20 of a $13,000 Bitcoin and then would like watch it like grow and go down. It was like 25 and $19 and go to 27 and then go to 15 and go to 10. Like it just was all over the place. And then I kept on like kind of getting a little bit braver and I'm pretty brave as you can tell if you have not listened to other podcasts or follow me anywhere. I'm pretty brave and like jump into things head first most of the time. I just, I just go for it. Um, so I got a little brave, right? Like the next day I put a hundred and then I think I had like a few transactions, like a hundred, 200 buying, just keep buying in. Let me actually pull it up. I'm going to just pull up what I bought it at. And like, I think I can see the price. So I kind of kept doing that for a few months and like, just kept looking at it, seeing like, would it go up? Would it go down? And then Coinbase has different, different coins, right? So there's different things. Now there's Ethereum, there's XRP, there's XRP didn't exist back then. Um, Litecoin, everything started like new ones started popping up. Bitcoin Cash, Stellar Lumens. I'm reading off of my app now, but all these things that started popping up and you can buy different ones. And then some are like 10 cents still. Um, some were like a dollar, some were $3. Bitcoin was at 13,000. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, probably. I'm like, Bitcoin started at like cents when I first heard about it years ago. I was like, oh my gosh, this started at cents. So all these other ones are probably going to grow too. Like that's just, that's just how it goes, right? Like this is in my head, this is what I'm thinking. So, 
and yeah, typically it does. Some of them like don't ever, and some of them like go away. I don't really know what what it all what it all is still to this day. And if I'm being quite honest, um, I understand it a little bit more, but definitely haven't done like a deep dive research in like read about it or anything. But that that was my mind thought. I was like, it started at cents, and now it's at thirteen thousand. Like, if I buy ten at ten cents, like if it ever goes to thirteen thousand, I'm I'm set for life. Like I'm good. I want to have to work. Um, I'm just kidding. But like, you know, you, your mind thinks like that. Like we're like, whoa, you'll have a lot if it ever gets there. So like, and I can buy so many if it's 10 cents, like a hundred dollars, I'm buying tons of these. So kind of just started playing like that. Like just dabbled in a few of them, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. If they're 10 cents, you can put $10 and you have a lot of, of that coin. Or if it's a stock, you have a lot of that stock. Um, if it's a dollar, you can put $20 and you have 20 stocks. So if it ever goes to $5, then like that increases, right? Just kind of started understanding that by putting that $20 in, it started to make sense. Like, oh, oh, and then slowly over time, like I didn't really sell anything. I just kind of let it sit in there, kept putting it in, um, kept watching it like grow and go down and move around and do whatever it does. And that's kind of how I started to understand like investing investing in crypto or in stocks pretty much. My dad always tried to get me into stocks. He's like, we should invest in stocks. Like you need to learn, you need to learn. But I never understood. Like, I'm like, how, how do we do this? And back then it was like, you had to use E, E trade. Like there was a lot of, it wasn't as easy as opening up your app and literally buying one instantly or selling it instantly. So I was never really interested in like learning about it. <laughs> Um, total millennial. But when I like figured out that I could have it at my fingertips on my phone on an app, I was like, whoa, mind blown. Right. So that's how I learned. That's how I got into it. And then um, I wanted to buy like Apple and like Sephora. And I think I heard of like Revolve, the clothing brand, like you can buy stocks in them and um, Tesla, stuff like that. Just kind of started wondering about like actual companies like how do people buy stocks to actual companies without like not in your 401k or like not in your not through like another financial um i don't remember the name i'm gonna say but like on your own right like doing it on your own day trading and all that stuff i um i was curious about that that was maybe like i don't know the timeline i mean it's i've i think in right before 2020 a few years before 2020 started being interested in that. And then in 2020, I think that's when I downloaded Robinhood. Um, I like everything was going nuts, right? And everything was crashing. So I'm like, uh, yeah, this is when we buy stuff because everyone knows like the depression, like it's just what goes to, um, like everything's crashing. That's when you buy, like if you can, right, you buy and then buy low, sell high. That's like finance 101. <laughs> Stats 101. Like I did learn that in business school. Buy low, sell high. So everything was crashing. I'm like, I need to buy stuff. I need to buy some stocks. Um, so again, Googled, Googled some ah, my mom just called. One sec. Yeah, started Googling some like where can I buy whatever XYZ. Maybe I heard of Robin Hood. I don't really know. I was dating my husband at the time and he did have Robin Hood, I think. So I probably like 
that's why I downloaded it. I don't remember. Um, was it that? Yeah, downloaded Robinhood, um, and then started to play there, and that's where I got into like Tesla. I think Robinhood, you get like a free stock if you like the first day you sign up. So you get a free stock, and then that one like say it was like a dollar. Like in three months, it grew to $10 and I'm like, oh, free money, whatever. So that's kind of how I got into Robinhood. Just kind of same, same thing. Like I bought $10 of Tesla. I bought $10 of Apple. Um, I can tell you which ones I have that are like, I have a, I have a lot now. I like dabble and definitely some were bad buys because then you get into like. What? I just opened my Robin Hood and why does it say I have $1,900? Okay, I'm going to have to pause this because something, something's, something's happening here. You heard a little freak out in my voice. So something wild is going on with my Robin Hood. So do your research when you pick whichever app you pick. Um, do your research. Obviously, this is at your own risk. Maybe get a financial advisor to help you, but just sharing what I've what I've done. So, um, just kind of been playing in Robinhood ever since. So I'll like now I've set up like a weekly, a weekly investment to certain places. So I'll like put ten dollars or every week into something or twenty dollars. Just you can start small, so you can buy pieces of Tesla stock or pieces of Apple stock or whatever. I mean, there's so many, not even like the big names. Like there's so many companies that you've never even heard of that are good buys and stuff like that. You just have to kind of do your research or just stick to the big ones. I mean, it's really not, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, and I mean, there is like, there is, you can study their financials and like the projections and stuff. For me, I kind of just it's it's basically like a savings account for me. It's hard to reach to the money. Like if you want it, it takes like a few days. So it's not like I'm going to go and spend it because I'm it's it's hard to get to and I don't really account for it unless I'm like make doing something big where I need like some backup and some some investment, then I'll I'll take it. But I kind of just let it sit there and then just keep buying stuff, let it sit. No plans to sell it anytime soon. Kind of just let it play with it research different things once in a while, buy something new. Um, and yeah, and I've definitely made some, I've definitely lost some. I sell some sometimes if I need it again. Um, and it's just kind of cool and interesting and I've had a lot of fun with it. And I'm just a type of person who like wants to learn everything I can double in whatever I can. And yeah, that's how I've learned about that. So the third one would be NFTs and NFTs still are a little bit over my head. If I'm being quite honest, I understand them a little bit more than I did a year ago. I had a friend who actually explained it all to me, like in plain English, and it's kind of a really long explanation. So I won't go over it here, but um, it's pretty cool. And I would love to have my own NFT one day. <laughs> But that is something I need to like research and figure out how to do. But yeah, that's pretty much all of how I got into crypto and like um, stocks and 
stuff like that. So those are ways you can do it on your own. Again, not financial advice, do your own research. This is just how I've done it. Or you can financial advisors also can help you make your whole um, portfolio and like help you out with that as well. And yeah, that's pretty much all I am. So I'm going to tell you the drama that happened and it's actually going on right now, which is really, really wild. I'm a little bit freaking out, but I still have some stuff to do today today, and I wanted to finish this podcast. So I'm like, okay, get yourself together and come back and record it. So as I was talking, when I said something's going on with Robin Hood, I like opened it to, um, to see like my history to find like something interesting to share on here. And my balance in there was $1,900. And I have way more than $1,900. As of this morning, I had way more than $1,900 invested. Um, and like nothing has crashed like insane like that. And my portfolio is like very diverse. Like I have a ton of different places. So there's no way like they could all crash and come down to $1,900. And I'm like, what? Something is going on. So I'm like trying to Google like is Robin Hood down? What's going on? Is this normal? Like what the heck do I do? I like I'm in line to talk to someone. It's going to take like hours to get someone. I guess everyone is calling. So it seems like something's up. So maybe don't invest, don't download Robinhood today, but there's others. Um, Robinhood is free. So, but yeah, a little freaking out about that guys. So that's just real life here. This happens with everything. This is essentially a business. This happens in everywhere in business in your life. And it's, it's wild, but hopefully nothing crazy happened and my money will still be there eventually. <laughs> so, um, I hope you enjoyed this, this chat. Sorry about the rough ending. Just had that drama going in between and I'm, yeah. Um, and we will come back next week and share, see what happens next week with all the businesses and kind of have a little update. Um, and I'll think about what I want to share with you. If you would share this podcast on your social media profiles, message me if you listen to it, if you liked it, send me good vibes that I get my money back. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week.